0: Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. I'd like to share with you a statement that I feel like God gave me earlier this week. I was just praying over the Easter message and really wanting a fresh word to share with you. And The, the statement that I felt like God gave me was, Love in the midst of loss. Love in the midst of loss. And at first I didn't fully understand that statement. I started to pray about what he means by that. Well, you know, what is love in the midst of loss? Should I be loving in the midst of loss? And, and I felt like he gave me three things. Uh, grieve the past, feel the weight of the present, and look to the hope in the future. So, grieve the past, feel the weight of the present, and look to the hope in the future. And and in doing that, we can experience His love in the midst of loss. I think what was happening was He was really speaking to me in my time of loss. I feel like everybody is losing something. Everyone right now feels a sense of loss. And with that being the case, I feel like we need to take time, we need to give ourselves permission, we need to create space in our lives to grieve. Grieve the past. And you may be watching this thinking, what do I have to grieve? Let me just share with you what I have to grieve. We were about to make a pretty significant transition as a church. And we we were excited about it, rallying around it, uh, casting vision for it, uh, raising support. And and I'm having to grieve that that transition is not going to happen. At least not for the next several months. But that, that dream that I felt like God had given me is now put on pause. And, and I'm having to grieve that. I don't want to just ignore it. felt like God was telling me, no, grieve that. Uh, another thing I feel like I'm grieving right now is routine. And you may be thinking, oh, routine's not that big of a deal. You're crazy. Routine is that big of a deal. It is for me. Uh, I felt like the word God guy gave me for this year was health and God wanted me to lean into my health. And so back in last November, uh, my wife and I joined a gym and we've been going to that gym every day. I mean we are we have to be the most faithful people in that gym. I know because I know who's there every day and who's not because I'm there every day. anyways, um, I don't I don't want you to think something that's not happening like we're not working out every day. you know some days it's just the steam room, some days it's the pool. but listen, regardless, we're at the gym every day. that says something right? But it, it was good for us, it kept us in a, a good, healthy mental space, and we, I felt like, God, God this, is, this is it, I'm living out my word, and then now I feel like that's gone, so a little bit of the routine that I had, the vision that I felt like God had gave me, I, I need to grieve that that's not happening right now, that can't happen right now. I feel like I need to grieve um, a sense of control. I feel like we got in a a good rhythm as a family and as a church and uh, felt like, not that we could control everything, but that that everything felt like it was in control. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now it feels like everything is completely out of control. Like, like we're figuring everything out in real time. We don't have really many answers. Um... We're in this with everybody, and it just feels like, it feels like chaos. And so, I want to ask you, I mean, that's some of the things I'm grieving. I want to ask you, what in your world are you grieving today? It's been a heavy, heavy, heavy week. Um, You know, just even watching social feeds and, and the news and, and, You know, checking in on friends, people feel a weight on their shoulders. Um, What's your weight? What do you need to grieve? Maybe you're watching this and, and you lost a loved one. I have several friends of mine who have either a family member or a close friend who have lost a loved one and I just want to let you know that I'm sorry for your loss that I grieve with you that I that I can't imagine the pain that you're going through right now I know for many of you that are watching this you're grieving a loss of your job and you feel the weight of rent coming up you feel the weight of wanting needing to eat you feel the weight of how long is this gonna last and and I want to just encourage you. Grieve that. Take time. Give yourself permission. Feel the weight of what is happening in the world around us. I also feel like there's many of you today that are grieving a sense of identity. You know it's interesting, whenever everything is going well, when we put our identity in, in what we do or we put our identity in our routine or uh, the people that we surround ourselves with or, or even our health, whatever the case may be, when it feels like all of that is stripped away, then you can feel a sense of loss of identity. Like now that everything is gone, who am I really? And whatever that thing is that you feel like is now gone and lost and it was a part of your identity, grieve that. Give yourself permission to grieve that. I know that grief reveals itself in a variety of different ways. Sometimes we lean into it we feel it you know we journal we go to God in prayer and and we really find a lot of healing in that but for others of us we respond in grief in different ways for me personally I feel like I resort to workaholic and I turn to working countless hours, busying my time, staying distracted as often as I can. And I wouldn't say that I'm consciously doing it to not feel the weight of what's going on in the present, but I would say that it is probably a reaction of mine. That's not healthy. Some of us, some other people, Uh, may isolate. Some other people may get angry. Some other people may get lazy. (laughs) For me, it's a workaholic. Some people in grief, they just get lazy and they get depressed and they don't want to do anything. In this time where it's super heavy and grief uh, is all around us, two things I felt like God told me. Grieve the past, feel the weight of the present. Anytime that I've needed to grieve over something or fell heavy in my heart, there's a passage in Psalm 61. I have my Bible. I want to read it to you. Psalm 61, verses 1 through 3 says this. God, hear my cry. Pay attention to my prayer. I call to you from the ends of the earth when my heart is without strength. Anybody feel that? Your heart is without strength it says this lead me to a rock that is high above me for you have been a refuge for me a strong tower in the face of the enemy I love another translation that said God I cry to you pay attention to my prayer when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I does anybody feel like their heart is overwhelmed Anybody feel like you need God to lead you to a rock that is higher than you? Uh, some of the things that spoke to me about this passage was when it says, lead me to a rock. And in, in, in this time, I don't want you to feel like you're alone because you're not. God is with you. God is leading you. He is guiding you. He is comfort you, comforting you. It says, lead me to a rock. Then it says to a rock it feels like everything is chaos so much uncertainty and it feels like the foundation has just gone out from underneath us okay maybe I'm just speaking for myself that's how I feel and I I prayed this week so many times God I just need a firm foundation to stand on God you are my hope you are my rock I trust in you And he says, lead me to a rock, a firm foundation, that is higher than I, that is high above me. How many of you know when you go on a hike, you get a new and you get a fresh perspective? I just hiked up here. I don't know how long it is. I just know I'm high. I'm above the city. I'm above the mountains. And up here, I get a fresh perspective. God is with me. Spend some time in prayer. I'm standing on this rock. It's a firm foundation, and I am high above the situation, the circumstances. And you you get a fresh perspective. And I feel like if I know God is leading me to a rock that is high above me, it's going to be a good perspective. It's going to be a kingdom perspective. It's going to be a perspective that's full of hope, full of love. So the final thing, the final step in the process is look to the hope in the future. And you may be thinking to yourself already, hey, look, I signed up for an Easter message and here you're talking about loss and grief and feeling the weight. I I already feel heavy, bro. Look, then let's talk about it. If you already feel heavy, you already feel like you need to grieve then let's talk about it. Let's be honest with one another. I feel like in the middle of all of this, the one thing that we all desperately need is hope. Hope. And what better time to speak of hope then on Easter Sunday, where Jesus Christ was resurrected from the grave, which brought hope for all eternity to the whole world. Jesus Christ is our hope. He's our only hope, He's our present hope, He's our living hope. And if you're watching this and you feel hopeless today, then I want to encourage you that you can find hope in Jesus. In John chapter 14 verse 6, he says, Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He says, nobody comes to the Father except through me. You see, in Jesus, we have a way. In Jesus, we have truth. And in Jesus, we can find life. And not just life for the present, life for all eternity. Isn't that good news today on this Easter, on this sunrise morning? There's a passage in Lamentations. Yes, I said Lamentations chapter 3, and I want to look at just these three, yeah, three verses in Lamentations. Lamentations 3, verses 22 through 24, says this, because of the Lord's faithful love, mm, love in the midst of loss, we do not perish, for His mercies never end. They are new every morning, Great is your faithfulness. I say, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will put my hope in Him. The Lord is my portion, therefore I will put my hope in Him. I want to tell you right now, do not put your hope in what is temporary. Do not put your hope in what is circumstantial. Do not put your hope in things that are ever-changing. Put your hope in what is a solid rock. Put your hope on what is eternal. Put your hope in the love, the faithful love of Jesus. His love never fails. His love never gives up on you. His love never ends. He's a good and faithful God. Amen? Come on. Let's see it. Let's see it right now. I want to hear some amens in the house. How much, Has God been good to you? Has God been faithful for you? You know, so quickly, so quickly, in moments of grief, we can forget God's great faithfulness over our lives. But that's what I love about that passage in Lamentations. In Lamentations 23, He says, Because of the Lord's faithful love. And then it goes on to say, They are new every morning. They never end. That's why, honestly, I wanted to come up here on this sunrise morning. And I want to encourage you. When you see the sunrise, I want you to think about that passage in Lamentations, that His mercies are new every day, that you're going to get through this, that this is not going to last forever, but that even in the midst of loss, we can find love, the love of Jesus If you're watching and you have never put your faith and your trust in Jesus, can I encourage you today to say yes to Jesus? I believe that it would be the best decision of your life. I know it was the best decision of my life. I I said yes to Jesus whenever I was eight years old. I was a child, but I recognized that I was a sinner and that I was in need of a Savior, that I knew that I could not save myself. I needed somebody higher than I somebody greater than I and I discover the truth of God's love how Jesus came to earth how he died on a cross but how he was raised from the dead on the third day and that is through his death his burial and his resurrection that we can have life Jesus God's son sinless perfect was the only one that could be the atoning sacrifice for our sins and Jesus loved us that much That He stood in the gap for us and He paid the penalty for our sins. One of my favorite passages is Romans 5.8. It says, But God demonstrates His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And whenever I was eight years old, I came to that realization and I said yes to Jesus. And it's my hope, it's my prayer that you would make that decision today. That you would recognize that on this Easter, His mercies are new for you. And He has an invitation for you. And the invitation is a relationship, not a religion. I would never want to spend my life trying to convince people to buy into a religion, to buy into a checklist of to do's, to don'ts, no. I want to spend my life telling people that they can have a relationship with God through Jesus. That in these moments of grief, that Jesus is going to comfort them. In these moments where it feels heavy, Jesus says, Come to me. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. He says, I want to take that off of your shoulders, and I want want you to be able to run the race that I have for you. And I want to introduce you to a God who's full of hope. You know, we see in Scripture that faith, hope, and love is the greatest. Faith, hope, and love is eternal, but the greatest is love. And faith, hope, and love is found in Jesus Christ. So I want to invite you right now, if you want to say yes to Jesus, we see from Scripture that it's as easy as receiving the gift of grace. Ephesians 2.8.9 says, For by grace you are saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that nobody can boast. In other words, you can't earn your salvation. You can only receive it. You can only receive the gift of grace that God has for you. And it's found in His Son, Jesus Christ. He is the bridge. To a relationship with God. And if you want to say yes to Jesus, I'm going to pray a very simple prayer on this beautiful Easter day on top of this mountain. I'm going to pray this Easter prayer and I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. I don't believe it's the prayer that saves you. It's only your faith alone in Jesus that saves you, putting your trust in Him, saying, God, I, God, I believe that I'm a sinner. I, I, I want to I want to receive your grace over my life. I want want love in the midst of loss. I'm desperate for it, God. I need love in the midst of loss. If that's you today, would you pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, I acknowledge that I need you. I confess I have sinned against you. I believe that God has raised you from the dead. And right now, by faith I say Jesus is Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. By your grace I am saved and by your power I am set free. In Jesus name we pray. Come on everybody, give God a shout of praise in the comment section right now. Come on. Give. Come on. Kip you got a shout of praise we already know i already know there's people right now that found hope in jesus i already know that there's people that are have already said yes to jesus that heard that good news again and that are fired up right now to put their hope in jesus to say you know what you're right i'm gonna take some time to grieve you're right i'm gonna feel the weight of what's going on i'm gonna lean in i'm gonna slow down but even in the midst of that, I'm going to recognize that no matter what season we're in, that the if you have faith, the best is always yet to come. Hope is always ahead of you. Hope for eternity. Hope for heaven with the Father. Hope that we're going to see our loved ones again one day. Amen? And I want to give you some hope for today. I love you so much. I'm so thankful that you joined us for this Easter. I want to, I want to encourage you, if you said yes to Jesus or if you're new with us, or maybe even you want to learn more about some of our crews or small groups, I want you to fill out a Connect card. It'll take 30 seconds. Go to our website, pinewood.church. Fill out a Connect card. Let us know who you are. We want to know your name, and we want to hear your story. And we want to get to know you. Our mission at Pinewood is to meet people where they are and to point them to Jesus. And so no matter where you are, either physically, no matter where you are, spiritually, we want to meet you right there, and we want to walk with you on the journey of faith, and we want to point you to Jesus. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.